Side note, insurance companies, the most probability acute businesses in the world are insurance companies because they must be. When we think of insurance, we might think of life insurance, the probability of a policyholder dying at a certain age, or auto insurance, the probability of being in a car accident, or maybe home insurance, the probability of a tree falling on the house. With the statistics available to us, the probabilities of these things are easy to price and predict across a large enough population. But insurance is deeply wide-ranging and insurers will insure almost any event for a price. Insurance policies have been taken out on Victoria's Secret's models as legs, on baseball players as arms, on the Pepsi Challenge and the NCAA tournament, and even on a famous country singer's breasts. How is this possible? Only with a close attention to probability. What the great insurance companies in the world know how to do is pay attention to the important factors, even if they're not totally predictable, and price accordingly. What is the probability of Victoria's Secret model injuring her legs badly enough to end her career? One in 10,000? One in 100,000? Getting it right would mean evaluating her lifestyle, her habits, her health, her family, history, and coming up with a price and set of conditions that are good enough to provide a profit on average. It's not unlike handicapping a race at the horse tracks. You can always say yes to insuring, but the trick is to come up with the right price. And for that, we need probability. Supporting idea. Causation versus correlation. Confusion between these two terms often leads to a lot of inaccurate assumptions about the way world works. We notice two things happening at the same time, correlation, and mistakenly conclude that one causes the other, causation. We then often act upon the erroneous conclusion making decisions that can have immense influence across our lives. The problem is, without a good understanding of what is meant by these terms, these decisions fail to capitalize on real dynamics in the world and instead are successful only by luck. No correlation. The correlation coefficient between two measures, which varies between negative one and one, is a measure of the relative weight of the factors they share. For example, two phenomena with few factors shared, such as bottled water consumption 
versus suicide rate should have a correlation coefficient of close to zero. That is to say, if we looked at all countries in the world and plotted suicide rates of a specific year against per capita consumption of bottled water, the plot would show no pattern at all. Perfect correlation. On the contrary, there are measures which are solely dependent on the same factor. A good example of this is temperature. The only factor governing temperature, velocity of molecules, is shared by all scales. Thus, each degree in Celsius will have exactly one corresponding value to Fahrenheit. Therefore, temperature in Celsius and Fahrenheit will have a correlation coefficient of 1, and the plot will be a straight line. Weak to moderate correlation. There are a few phenomena in human sciences that have a correlation coefficient of 1. There are, however, plenty where the association is weak to moderate, and there is some explanatory power between the two phenomena. Consider the correlation between height and weight, which would land somewhere between 0 and 1. While virtually every 3-year-old will be lighter and shorter than every grown man, not all grown men or 3-year-olds of the same height will weigh the same. This variation in the corresponding lower degree of correlation implies that while height is generally speaking a good predictor, there clearly are factors other than height at play. In addition, correlation can sometimes work in reverse. Let's say you read a study that compares alcohol consumption rates in pa parents and their corresponding children's academic success. The study shows a relationship between high school consumption and low academic success. Is this causation or correlation? It might be tempting to, be, to conclude a causation such as the more parents drink, the worse their kids do in school. However, this study has only demonstrated a relationship, not proved that one causes the other. The factors correlate, meaning that alcohol consumption in parents has an inverse relationship with academic success in children. It is entirely possible that have, having parents who consume a lot of alcohol leads to worse academic outcomes for their children. It is also possible, however, that the reverse is true, or even that having kids who do poorly in school causes parents to drink more. Trying to invert the relationship can help you sort through claims to determine if you are dealing with true causation or just correlation. Causation Whenever correlation is imperfect, extremes will soften over time. The best will always appear to get worse and the worst will always appear to get better, regardless of any additional action. This is called regression to the mean, and it means we have to be extra careful when diagnosing causation. 
This is something that the general media and sometimes even trained scientists fail to recognize. Consider the example Daniel Kahneman gives in Thinking Fast and Slow. Quote, Depressed children treated with an energy drink improved significantly over a three-month period. I made up this newspaper headline, but the fact that it reports is true. If you treated a couple of depressed children for some time with an energy drink, they would show a clinically significant improvement. It is also the case that depressed children who spend some time standing on their head or hug a cat for 20 minutes a day will also show improvement. Unquote. Whenever coming across such headlines, it is very tempting to jump to the conclusion that energy drinks, standing on the head, or hugging cats are all perfectly viable cures for depression. These cases, however, once again embody the regression to the mean. Depressed children, quote, are an extreme group. They are more depressed than most other children and extreme groups regress to the mean over time. The correlation between depression scores on successive occasions of testing is less than perfect. So there will be a regression to the mean. Depressed children will get somewhat better over time, even if they hug, hug no cats and drink no Red Bull. We often mistakenly attribute a specific policy or treatment as a cause of an effect. When the change in extreme groups would have happened anyway. This presents a fundamental problem. How can we know if the effects are real or simply due to variability? Luckily, there is a way to tell between a real improvement and something that would have happened anyway. That is introduction of the so-called control group, which is expected to improve by regression alone. The aim of the research. In real life situations, the aim of the research is to determine whether the treated group improves more than regression can explain. In real life situations with the performance of specific individuals or teams, where the only real benchmark is the past performance and no control group can be introduced, the effects of regression can be difficult if not impossible to disentangle. We can compare against industry average peers in a cohort, group, or historical rates of improvement, but none of these are perfect measures.